Welcome to an inspirational message recorded live at Little Falls Christian Center. Good morning, everybody. You may take your seats. This is going to be a different morning this morning. Can I see how many of you are happy? Happy that the fast is over? Okay, I want to say sis on you because you should be in a fasting state for the rest of your life. How many amens will I get now? (laughs) Good morning to you all. As you can see, our pastor is right here. He asked us just to do something different this morning in view of the fact that it is the last day of the fast. We will literally, basically, if I'm correct, Pastor Harold, we'll break the fast with every service, but tonight is going to be the big one. So don't run for that chicken leg this afternoon. Still stay with us, but for our visitors from overseas and so on that just watch at different times, uh, they will then be able to uh, at least go on with this. So what Pastor Harold and Mort asked us, because this is such a serious uh, thing, the fast, and we as pastors have been talking the whole week about it. Brothers and sisters, if you went into this fast and you feel, honestly, listen to us now, and you feel that you did not give it the attention and tackled it with the seriousness that it was supposed to, I would really encourage you to start again somewhere and devote yourself really to God. We did soul searching, I think somewhere in one of the prayer meetings, I read Isaiah 58 in the morning and we spoke about it. So I want you to know this is very, very serious. So we're going to talk this morning on the topic of forgiveness. Why? Because there are so many people that are held prisoner because of their unforgiveness. And I want to tell you the greatest favor you can ever do for yourself is to freely forgive as we have been forgiven. So the pastors will interject as they feel. And I know Pastor Jock's got a wonderful portion that the Holy Spirit gave him, Pastor George. But I want you to just quickly turn to the portion where you are going to read today. And that is in 1 Corinthians chapter number 11. Pastor Harold, I'm not stealing your scriptures. I'm just going to read only three verses there at the end. And the reason I want to read it is I want you to mark it in your Bibles and to seriously take note of this. I would dare to say, this day, as I said on the video just now, this day can become the greatest day of your entire life to walk free out of this place if you've been held prisoner by this thing called forgiveness or unforgiveness rather. So 1 Corinthians 11 verse 29 For he who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner, eats and drinks what? Everybody say? Judgment. Drinks judgment. God does not come down on you and torture you, but you take away your protection if you do not do what the Word says. And I'm not going to talk forever, so just bear with me quickly. Eats and drinks judgment to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. Verse 30. For this reason, many are weak and sick among you, and many have died. They sleep. This is how serious unforgiveness is. For if we would judge ourselves, we would not be judged. So, brother and sister, this morning, as we speak, 
go into your heart. If there is anybody that you feel you have something against, please make sure that you walk out of this place today with forgiveness, having extended it to others, but also having taken it for yourself. And before I ask my brothers just to, to say something here, you know what I find? It's easier to forgive others than yourself. People are very hard on yourselves, but forgive others and yourselves. And you know what? Some even hold grudges against God. Unthinkable, but we've got to forgive. So Pastor George, when you spoke to me, you had something very interesting about this. Just good to see the church here. Amen. Amen. Praise God. How wonderful it is to be in church and, you know, that the Lord and the Holy Spirit is working in our midst. How many of you went to school? <laughs> All right. Most of the people here went to school. And we wrote exams. And... I don't know how you, is there any person here who got 100% in all of the exams? Probably no one. <laughs> Pastor Jock, okay. All right. So here's the thing. Christianity equals forgiveness. You cannot be a Christian and not forgive. How many people do we need to forgive. How many situations, how many things do we need to forgive? You need to get a hundred percent on your exam paper of life. It's the one thing the Lord said. Any single person, no matter who you are, will not enter heaven if you have not from your heart forgiven any person. And when we talk about any person, then we lift up any situation which means that there's nothing that cannot be forgiven. Amen. But I have a scripture as well. It's in Luke 6, 27. The reason I'm holding my Bible is the fact that forgiveness is the Bible. This here is the Word of God. If the Word cannot be applied if we do not forgive, this book is absolutely valueless. It means nothing if a person is not willing to walk in forgiveness because Father God has forgiven us. Amen. So my scripture this morning is Luke 6, 27. But I say to you who hear, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, and pray for those who spitefully use you. So we see a number of things that we need to do. It says here, the Lord himself said, love your enemies. Loving our enemies actually means the God kind of love, the, the love which removes iniquities and sins as far as the east is from the west. That is how God sees it. The two will never match up. That is to love your enemy. Now, one thing we need to understand is that God loves all people. God loves the person you hate. <laughs> and that is a matter of fact. So we need to put on the glasses of the Lord Jesus when we look to the person that we have a grudge against. And when we forgive such a person, then, you know, 
I have learned through many years, the quicker you do it, the best it is for you. It doesn't mean that I invite people to come and offend me. But, <laughs> and then another portion here, it says, do good. It means do good to those who hate you. So you see the extremes. Forgiveness and love, these worlds, it's extreme. And it is any person that is opposite to you, that opposes you. It says, do good to such a person. So today, you need to find time to buy a person a hamburger or something. <laughs> and then one thing that hated does, it destroys. And then to bless, here's, here's something, listen to this church. To bless means to eulogize. When you go to a funeral, to eulogize someone is to lift out the good of this person. So to say, the Lord said, to bless those who curse you, it means to actively speak well of them. That's what blessing means. That's when this is the are the practical things we need to implement to truly walk in the power of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And then I have something else here, and then I'll give over to this learned friend of mine. Uh, pray with compassion. It says here, Pray for those who spitefully use you. One thing I've been taught in this church right from the beginning, and Maud taught us, Pastor Harold taught us, the moment you get to the point where you pray for a person, that's where the Lord brings compassion. But you pray with compassion. You do not pray, Lord, strike this heathen down in Jesus' name. No. You basically say, Lord, I'm coming First of all, help me. And then you see the good in that person and you start praying with intensity and you will see God at work in you <laughs> because you are the person that needs the release. Amen. There's so much to say. We have a lot to say, but I have to stop. Praise God. Amen. Thanks, Pastor George. You know, he, he likes sharing things. A mic is one of them, but also his knowledge um, and you learn so much from them. And as we were talking about this, well, firstly, good morning to all. And I think Pastor George said something. It's great to see it. But I say, let's give God a praise offering for seeing all these beautiful faces and how full the churches. Let's give God a praise offering. Amen. Amen. We have long yearned to see this. And, and we believe more will come and more will happen. But as we were talking about forgiveness... I couldn't help but reflect upon the week that we just had, all of us who came to uh, the Holy Spirit Fire Conference and all the things that God shared with us through Pastor Harold. And I was reflecting on these things and some stood out, uh, which, which are pivotal for us in going into this year. You know, we have to have the Word of God, but the Word of God is in you and all that power resides in you. And I think something that Pastor Adel did so beautifully was forcing us in the past week, take our eyes off the man and the woman and receive what God has for you through His Word because you have got that authority and that power to walk in victory. And this is something that truly can set us up and should set us up for 2022, that we can look forward to a victorious and a blessed and a prosperous 2022. 
But we often want these things because we want them to impact our physical life, our natural dimension. And then a scripture the Lord led me to, as he did with all of us through his word, Mark 1, sorry, Mark 2, verses 1 to 11. And this is a story, all have heard of this, where Jesus healed the paralytic and uh, his four friends dropped him from the roof. And here's the interesting thing. Our Lord Jesus didn't heal this man initially. He said to him first when he saw him, everybody expecting this paralytic lying there, expecting the healing to come. What does our Lord Jesus say? He says, son, your sins are forgiven you. Now by that, our Lord Jesus just demonstrated how powerful he is as God. And there was no ambiguity or uncertainty as to who he is. Because the law dictated that somebody would have to repent of their sins and ask for forgiveness before healing would come. And this is what the Pharisees were waiting. So not only did our Lord Jesus address the unforgiveness in that person's heart, but now he goes and proves by, uh, by that which the Pharisees also said, but only God would be able to forgive sins. And the proof was that there's power in that. And our Lord Jesus proved the power when he healed him. So he told him his sins are forgiven, and then he healed him, and he silenced them all. And here is the crux that I want to share with all of you concerning forgiveness. Healing, whether you get healed in this life or not, has got no bearing on your salvation. But forgiveness does. If you walk in unforgiveness, God cannot go back to what he says about unforgiveness. And his word is very clear where he says, whom you do not forgive, I will not forgive. Now, do you think an unforgiving heart will enter into the kingdom of God? The answer is obviously no. So going into 2022, thinking back of what happened in this past week, here's the thing that stands out. God is always more concerned about the state of your soul than about the state of your physical and your natural being. And this for me was highlighted, brought to its pivotal point in a place outside of the city of Jerusalem in a hill called Calvary. Because there, our Lord Jesus took all the forgiveness of this world upon himself. Didn't he himself say on the cross, Father, forgive them their sins because they do not know what they are doing. The power of unforgiveness was nailed to a cross, but the power of forgiveness was released at an empty tomb. You see, we have the ability to forgive through God, not through your own ways. This is why we suffer and we struggle to forgive. But if we call in God's help, which was made available and is proved by an empty tomb, we will live a life of forgiveness. And you will then obtain that which God has for you here in 2022. I want to close off with a testimony just of how powerful um, forgiveness is. I was just in ministry uh, my first year here. And one night, a lady came to me, and they, they were well-known in our district. Well, I, I, I knew them. And she and her husband came, and they asked me to pray for them because she had a bloated stomach, and they didn't know what it was. They went to the doctors. Long story short, nobody could determine what it was. And they wanted to fall pregnant, and she wasn't. And she didn't know what to do. So we called her to the, to the front there, anointed her with oil, and we prayed. And suddenly, she started manifesting, and she started shouting. And we addressed that. And we broke that power over her body. 
the impact of Satan, that demonic attack on her life. And she was lying there. And as I walked away, God stopped me. And it's the first time in my life that the Lord stopped me and I could audibly hear his, 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 his voice in my ear, in my heart. He says, turn around and ask her about forgiveness. And I went back. And she just got up. Her husband was helping her. I still see it here, right here, the, close to the baptismal pool. And I asked her about this. And I said to her, tell me, what is it about unforgiveness in your life? And then she looked at her husband and she started crying. And she couldn't speak. And her husband told me she had unforgiveness because she was molested. And other things that happened in her life. And I asked her this, can you forgive these people? And she said, no, I will struggle. And then, and then I got to what God's word says. Here's the thing. I said to you, if you leave this church today and you die in a, in a car crash, where do you think you're going to end up? And I said to you if, you, if you think it's in heaven, qualify for me that it will be in heaven. Because God says, if you don't forgive, he will not forgive. She repented right there. She forgave those people. In the week, that Wednesday, I phoned her husband because she was going back to the doctors again, doing many, many tests. And she said, the doctors are all awestruck. They just can't find any problem. There was nothing wrong with her. Nothing wrong. She was healed. Today, she's got two children. This is the power of forgiveness. Yes, Amen. let's give God yes. a praise offering. Praise God. Thanks, Pastor well, Tienz. We're just about to partake of the communion. And if the uh, ushers can just bring us the little table for so long for Pastor Harold. But I want to just leave one thought with you. Matthew chapter number 18. Please take very serious note of this. Matthew 18, from the beginning to the end. This is one of the most powerful chapters on forgiveness in the whole, the entire Bible. And dear brother and sister, I want to say to you that it is impossible, listen to me, it is impossible to harbor unforgiveness in your heart and walk in perfect peace at the same time. It's impossible. You either walk with all this anxiety and fear and hatred and bitterness and resentment, or you walk in forgiveness. Now here is an illustration. It was so beautiful that Pastor Jock referred to it. Jesus on the cross. You see, Jesus had to fulfill his own word because he is the word. And this is what we read here, and I'm not going to read the whole portion. Time will not allow. But just stay with me. Matthew chapter number 18. Peter, of course, put his foot again in it. Shame, Peter. We'll talk this out in the by and by. But Jesus speaks about a sinning brother and sister. So obviously somebody offended Peter. And now he comes in verse 21 of Matthew 18 and he says, Peter said to him, Jesus, Lord, how often shall I, uh, my brother and my sister, sin against me and I forgive him? Up to seven times? <laughs> you know, we always go for the easy road. Jesus said, no, 70 times seven per day, I add. I want to tell you, there's been days in my life that I had to, from the morning that I opened my eyes to the evening, I close it and I tell you the truth. I had to forgive, 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 forgive. It was the best school ever. But this is what he goes on to say. Jesus then comes and uh, he tells a parable of this king that had a servant. This servant owed him, in modern terms, 30 billion rand. And this man begged and he said, I'll pay it back. <laughs> I don't know how many of you can pay 30 billion back. But anyway, the bottom line is he could not, fell on his knees, and the king forgave him like Jesus forgave us our sins. This man turned around, found another person that owed him only 30,000. Yet he 
tormented him, he troubled him, he put him in prison. And then there are verses, and I'm going to close with this. Verse 32, then the master, after he had called him, said to him, you wicked servant. None of us want to be called wicked servants, amen. I forgave you all the debt because you begged me. Then verse 33, should you not also have had uh, compassion, as one of the brothers said, Pastor George, compassion on your fellow servant, just as I had on you. And then he gave him over to the torturers. This is how serious it is. We need to understand today. We choose today a life of being tortured, not God torturing us. But by our unforgiveness, Pastor Harold, we open ourselves to judgment and torture. Please, if you forgive others, you're setting yourself free. Please do it today, Pastor Harold. Thank you for this opportunity. Mark 11, 23, 24, 25. Jesus saith unto them, I have faith in God. Amen. Therefore I say unto you, or verily I say unto you, what things soever you ask for in prayer, believe that you receive them and you shall have the petitions that you ask for. For with the heart man confesses unto salvation and with a heart we believe unto righteousness. And when you stand praying, verse 25 there, forgive if you have ought against any, Amen. that your heavenly Father may also forgive you your trespasses. Okay, and so now, having said that, now I stand up and I'll be serving the communion from the front here. And um, I'm reading, this is my seasoned New Living Translation, which is the Bible of the year, the one which we chose. And when you stand praying, forgive if you have ought against any. And while they're getting ready with that, I want to say to you, they can play the music softly. Uh, and when we are ready with that, okay. I'm reading from the New Living Translation. Mark, I mean now they, the, this is the communion. Uh, specifically, it says these words, verse 23, New Living Translation, for I pass on to you what I received from the Lord Himself. This is the year of the Word. On the night when He was betrayed, the Lord Jesus took some bread and gave thanks to God for it. Then he broke it in pieces and said, this is my body which is given for you. Likewise, the cup after the supper were these words. This cup is the new covenant in my blood between God and the people, an agreement confirmed with my blood. Do this to remember me as often as you drink it. 
It is actually repeated twice here in the uh, New Living Translation and in the New King James it says, do this in, to remember me or do this to remember me as often as you drink it. So, I want to close with these words. We spoke about forgiveness and I wonder what does the Bible say? When you stand praying, forgive if you have ought against any. I'm standing. Will you all now please stand behind me and in front of me? And I want you to say these words. Heavenly Father, according to your word, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and believe in your heart that God the Father raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with a mouth, confession is made unto salvation. And with a heart, man believes unto righteousness. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus. Now what remains is these three. Faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these three is, answer that one yourself, the greatest of these things is love. Paul says, now remains three things, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. 1 John 4, 8, 1 John 4, 16, God is love. Not hate, not bitterness, not unforgiveness. When you stand praying, we're standing, are we not? So will you for a moment in silence, just bow your heads. Everybody say, the punishment of my peace was upon Jesus, and by His stripes I am healed. In Him I have the redemption, namely, the forgiveness of my sins by His blood. And with this communion, we decree 
the end of the 21-day Daniel fast. Amen. For more teachings like this and other material, please visit our website at www.littlefallsonline.com.